Hey everyone, this is Sean from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. You're listening to part two of episode eight in season two, our interview with Sean and Colin. Uh, in this section, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the their first check working in the music industry, uh, satisfying parts of their work, uh, the funny things that they, they've uh, seen on there, or the last funny thing that's going to exist, the definition of a mem or meme, uh, favorite drinking experiences. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit from their mandolin player, Steve, as he arrives near the end of the episode. And we're also going to play an extreme version of Mixed Match Malort, because uh, more people showed up than we thought would. So we decided to kind of amp up the game a little bit. And we really hope you enjoyed the episode. Of course, uh, share it if you like it. Sit back, relax. Cheers. So like, oh, y'all saying we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, and that we'll get in the booth, yeah, go in the booth. So we, we go and like, booth. okay, uh, sure. And it was super simple. It was just like, jump right in, jump right in, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. And they Three doubled, seconds long. And they we did, we sang it together, and we sang like th- like two harmony parts, and we doubled all those to make it sound like this yeah. crowd or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Took us maybe twenty minutes. Yeah, if that, fifteen minutes. I don't. Yeah, and then they recorded something he was drumming or something and then they left and we went back to our session um and honestly i never i never even saw the thing but they sent no, us they a, didn't use it oh they didn't use it no oh. <laughs> they decided to go a different direction shit, shit i've been telling people for years i was on that video <laughs> yeah. she never actually you were on yeah. the credits for that but, video but we both got a check hell yeah from bmi no it wasn't bmi it was the, was it? it was uh it was like uh, atlantic records yeah, we both got checks nice. from Atlantic Records yeah. um, for yeah, four hundred dollars like or something. hundred bucks. Yeah, no, it was like four hundred dollars. It was like they had to pay yeah, us like big label. Big that, label. I mean, sometimes like when they do that, they ha- they just pay you like a union day rate, so mm-hmm. they don't have to do any like uh, contracts. Yeah, yeah. 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 don't have to say like uh, you you sign away. You acknowledge that you were paid work for hire, and you don't take any claim to these take of royalties. If they just pay you work for hire union rates, then Right. Yeah. So we just got yeah. Did you like save a copy of the check? Yeah. Well, I, I took it. Well, off. that's not the first major check I got. Cause... No, that, that was the first one I got. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sean. Sean's been in the industry. So it was. It was still exciting. Yeah. It was. I... A, it was my first taste. It was. It was special. <laughs> and I put it all into the Japanese stock market, and it crashed immediately. So <laughs> I lost all that money. Because uh, this was 2008, 2009, right So it's probably somewhere. Uh, <laughs> somewhere. I don't know. So it was fun. Solid. <laughs> it was just it was just I, slush money. I anyway. saved I saved my first check, but it was uh, it was I want to say it was 150 bucks. My first check for working in video games. Oh okay, uh, which I still have. You did like what did you do? Uh, I Ran did a uh, company. Well, no, so that was um, I was still in grad school. What I was doing I was doing audio engineering for video games. Oh nice. So I, in when I was in theater, I learned sound effects creation, foley, that kind of stuff. Nice. Uh, so it was anything that I could do to make something sound like something else. Right. Like, how can I move rocks together to make it sound like right. a giant like, stone door? Someone gets, like, murdered with an axe, but you, like, right. how do I throw make lettuce against a right. wooden fence. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. All of, all of those things. Right. So I worked on a video game, and I also helped uh, work with a composer to make music for the game. Nice. And uh, I worked... It's when I figured out I was really good at production management. Was I worked as the intermediary between the composer and the uh, game designers right, nice. saying like, all right, so we, hey, we need music that sounds like victory. <sighs> okay, great. All right. Um, 
So I need some horns, right, and I right. need you know like it uh, to be on you know, a uh, right, major right. scale and to sound like this and to sound positive and happy and be like, oh, okay, I know what you need. Sweet. Gotcha. And I go back and so I, I was the, the sound designer. Cool. And I got awesome. like 150 bucks. All right. Because I was their intern, but like, well, we're gonna pay you. No, right, right. Nice. That uh, no no brushes with fame. Even all, even in the video game industry, there's no such thing as a brush with fame because no one knows who you're talking about. <laughs> like, there's no people in the industry. There's no name recognition. About. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I would love to meet a guy named Tommy Tallarico. Okay. When I, and when I say that out loud, I doubt anyone here knows who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But he's got, you know, 500 plus credits on his resume for working on every large franchise ever. He's mm-hmm. the first guy to show up at a video games industry conference. Like a rock star. Like he literally hired a crew of bodyguards to help make his presence more known when he first like showed up at GDC, the Game Developers Conference, like 20 years ago. And everyone's like, who's this? Douche. <clears throat> Famous guy. But also, <laughs> I'm sure someone used those words too. But he owns like 24 hours and he's just like <laughs> super well-paid sound engineer, sound designer. Right, right. Because he's good at what he does and he's the first one that figured out that it could be a rock star thing. Right. But just no one else thought of that. Huh. Interesting. Now, yeah, I'd love to do some composing for that kind of stuff. That'd be really that'd be fun. I just I just started doing film film scoring, a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's it's been really fun because it's like um, it, you can you get to just do the thing and then be be done with it and like there's no, I think with 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 like pop music, and I mean, I mean that is a larger like group just like songs. Um, there's so much attention to the the person the artist the um the career and like what this is doing for the the thing and what this makes the person and what this makes you i guess as a as a writer um as an artist um but for a film score it's like this sets the mood that we're that we're want cool done you know hmm. there's no uh Nothing else that goes into it. There's no like, is this is this cool? Is this right? Is this good for the market? It's really just, is this right for the film? You know, is this right for right now? What we're doing, the move we're trying to create, which right. I think is just really a fun way to work on music. You know, Do you, is that more satisfying to you? Like, are you happier with yourself at the uh, the end of a work day or at the end of a day or week, month, working on like that kind of project versus? Well, uh, I don't think I've done enough to really answer that question i did enjoy doing it you talked very romantically about it for a yeah, second yeah no i, I like, exactly oh. i mean I, I i enjoyed doing it for those reasons um but i don't i don't know if that that's the only you know i i don't know more or less if i like it more or less you know uh-huh. it seems like um something that would be really nice to work on but it doesn't have the same ability to express like exactly. thoughts and emotions that you want to get out right music. exactly so it's a lot less to do with me balance. you know yeah. But sometimes, like, maybe it's just, I need that sometimes, you know? I want that that job every once in a while to just be like, okay, I can just not worry about about my uh, my artist career for a minute, you know? And just make something, you know? Well, so I think about that with bands. Uh, the, the, the two that came to mind were, like, They Might Be Giants and Bowling for Soup. Mm-hmm. Um, Bowling for Soup, once I had a kid, I was watching uh, Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. Sure. Show. Yeah. Everyone that worked was like, "Oh, you love that show." I'm like, "Ah, I'm good. I, I stopped with SpongeBob. I'm all right." <laughs> so like, my daughter was born, and like, boom, two weeks in, like, we're gonna watch all of Phineas and Ferb, and she's like <laughs> asleep in my arms. We're just lounging on the couch, and I'm like, 
I think I know the voices that sing this theme song. What the hell is going on? And finally, like in season like five, they're like they're animated in the show going, Hey guys, we appreciate the shout out. And like they just walk off as bowling for soup. I'm like, Oh nice. Badass dude. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy for them right now. Because right. that's when I first actually when I first graduated, I also did a lot of IT work. And mm. so I constantly in the background, I just had all their albums just on repeat mm. playing. But then uh, they might be giants. Also, just just after they were popular, just did a bunch of commercial work mm. and a bunch of they just did scores, soundtracks, and commercials. That was it. They didn't mm. do any more albums. They were, they were just a commercial band essentially. Mm-hmm. And at, up until the last three years, that's all they did. Mm. Like so, for a good fifteen year span, almost mm. they they they're like, yeah, let's just make money and be happy and have families and do right. those things. I'm sure it's a very comfortable way to, especially yeah. if you have family. Like, Yeah. And now they're back and like, yeah, we can still rock. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, we're nerds, so don't have to rock that hard. <laughs> you just got to rock some nerd. Yeah. Right. The kids probably got old enough where they can just like, they you know, be on their own and right. Like yeah. They're not really hanging out with them anyway. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the kids are driving now. Yeah. You used to be cool. <laughs> yeah. They're all little Jaden Smiths right. now. So yeah. Jeep. Oh God! That's doesn't that make you vomit like a little bit just in the back of your throat? Whatever, I'm happy. A lot of things. Jeep. Yeah, no. Why? I mean, happy. he has his own brand of water. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's tattooed on one of the impractical. How jokers. do you brand water, man? That's gotta be like, the huh? most difficult. Like Fiji. He's literally <laughs> tattooed on one of the impractical jokers. Nice. Oh, wow. Wait, I'm sorry. He, he is like, he has been tattooed onto. Yeah, his face. Steve-O got tattooed on to Steve-O. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that seems more rare. I, I honestly, what was it? Uh, 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 God, who was it who did it? Uh, Steve-O got tattooed while Henry Rollins. Oh, was, yeah, uh, in a Humvee. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That oh, was yeah. one second. of my favorite filmed Jackass moments was, of life. Jackass was the last funny thing that was ever created. <laughs> that and maybe Borat. That's I mean, it. Borat was pretty amazing. <laughs> That's it. Jackass, Borat. I don't know. I'm pretty lame. It's Impractical all downhill from here. Right. Yeah, well, after that, it just became memes, and I kind of lost interest. But, uh, but memes for me, like, what I get you? upset over the fact that memes, I do this every time. I get upset <laughs> over the fact engineer. that memes are, uh, just bring it, bring, right? bring yeah. it on. <laughs> I memes appreciate aren't it. even memes anymore. Like, memes used to be, there was a format to meme. What do you mean? There used to be a format to memes. Well, do you now, know the original? Anything that's a picture is just a meme. And I'm like, that's right. not a no, meme. No, that's I a want, picture. You know the original uh, definition of the of the word meme? Uh, I guess it would be so the original. The French m- word mem? The original memeing. What um, is a memeing? I think I know. There was a book meme-y. called a... <laughs> it was, it was a, Dawkins. It's a, a weird book, title. Yeah, it's got, got it's Richard a Dawkins, German. evolutionary biologist. Yeah. He had a book called the, the Selfish Gene, and he uh, essentially posited that uh, as the way that genes replicate as the basic building block of life, even more basic than uh, organisms uh, replicating together, the genes are really what are are, are the are pushing this. I don't desire is the wrong word, but are pushing this replication. He said that 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 hit the the next evolution of that is the meme, which is a word he invented, which is an idea that replicates between uh, essentially across our culture, across our brain. So, in his definition, a meme is literally any idea that replicates. that replicates and spreads. So, the the fact that we have a the, this thing that's a, just a picture with words on it is a meme. 
So like the childhood yeah. idea that if you got a Tootsie Roll Pop that had a star on it, right, that you could trade ah, that in for another yes, Tootsie Pop. That was a meme. Right? That's a meme because green M and M's making yeah. you horny. That yeah. was a meme. Or like, how did anyone know? Like when when your when your Sega console was like malfunctioning blow to pull it. it out and blow in it, right? Meme. Blowing. I think that's where no, we're culturally different is yeah. between Sega and Nintendo. But I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll appreciate but, that for what it but is. But there was no social framework to distribute that information. It just it just it was, it but just that was the replicated throughout elementary schools. So. I, right. That is awesome. I'm and that's so why at odds with that idea just because it's 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 Richard Dawkins and at the same time it's memes and it's <laughs> your favorite things. Right. It hurts and it kind of burns and it Richard Dawkins is the original dank memer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's from the German Donka memer. Donka. Donka memer. memer. Donka memer. Thanks. thanks for the ideas. Thanks for, thanks for all the, the memes. Yeah, thanks for all the ideas. Thanks for the, the memeries. All right, so. Well, I was just going to say, um, Sean uh, moving the microphone closer to TC uh, reminded me of, of a funny uh, studio story. Both Sean's um, would do that, by the way. Just, yeah. just so we're yeah. clear. Yeah, I mean, two Sean's. It's, an, it's just an audio engineer. It's, it's in our blood. Right? It's, it's in our blood. Yeah. This is literally stupid in stereo. Yeah. It's an it's an <laughs> Irish instinct for audio. His name um, isn't Irish, though. How, what, where is S-H-A-W-N from? It's usually the English spelling. Yeah. My last They're the Spencer. same thing. That's true, yeah. So. Well, I'm mostly British, too, so it's I, a British instinct. I, I don't want to expose uh, myself, the but there's a tattoo. On me of of a, of a clover. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, but so um, <laughs> we were in the studio um, uh, recording uh, at at a studio called Fudge Studio in New Orleans, Owens, Louisiana. And um, pizza. So here. yeah, pizza is here. Uh, just slide it down between the sewer grate, and <laughs> we'll grab the, it and say yes. thank you. How did that not ruin the pizza? Oh, it was, but I don't know. It, it, it went sideways, but he still enjoyed it. It was Michelangelo. Yeah, I'm sure it was fine. Doesn't um, matter. Michelangelo doesn't care about sloppy pizza. <laughs> but so we're recording at, at Fudge Studio in uh, New Orleans, and uh, we're doing the banjo. And so I'm sitting here on a stool with my banjo on, and there was an intern, and his job was between every take to come down with a ruler and measure the distance between one microphone and my 12th fret and the other microphone and the bridge of the banjo and make sure that I was sitting in the right spot so the takes would be the same every time. And I thought that was a nice insight into how recording works <laughs> at high it's levels. It's super <laughs> insightful and crazy. Yeah. And I would fail that every time because I'd yeah. just get comfortable and get away from the mic. Yeah, I was wiggling That's awesome. around. That's so amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> I just wanted to throw that, that anecdote out there. I, thought, I always thought that was a weird, fun yeah. thing. If anybody's ever listening to Wasted Knowledge... And finds the quality to be inferior. It's probably my <laughs> fault and Sean trying to make it better, but it's just not possible. Well, what you could do is stick a, a ruler into your beard. And, <laughs> and just uh, hold it out. Yeah, right. At the five centimeter mark. And you just have to keep the <laughs> ruler just, touching just the microphone. Kind of like head chin strap <laughs> yep, with, yeah. the, with, the, with the stick you on see, it. Keep like, your face <laughs> Make sure it's just pointing that way. Yes. At all uh, times. Uh, I, I think we're getting close to rehearsal time uh, uh, yeah. for the band. So uh, okay, do we got a few more minutes. If you okay, we'll do, yeah. do a few more like segments that we always try to do. Okay. Um, so normally we, oh, TC had go it. ahead. Okay. So so normally we talk about like your your first drink, or your favorite memory from drinking. Uh, 
<laughs> so your eyes light up. <laughs> uh, so as musicians, either together or apart, but uh, within that f- framework as performing musicians, is there a favorite memory that involves m- musicianship, performing, and alcohol? Go. Do, 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 on stage or not, after stage, before stage. My, my favorite memory, I think, is um, this. Okay, so uh, as we were talking about the uh, festival we're about to play again. Yeah. And so going back to the very first time we played that festival, um, we um, essentially walked off stage and this dude comes up to us and just hands us a um, bottle of moonshine, I guess, essentially. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a mason jar, right? It was a mason like a, jar, a right? A mason, mason jar. jar. A White yeah, lightning. A mason jar. And, uh, and he said it was, it was whiskey, that they, it was clear, but it was whiskey yeah. that, they had, that he had made, right? And we took a sip and it was like, well, damn, this is, you know, it, it was... It was it, it hit you hard, but yeah. it was like there was something to it. It wasn't just like yeah, no, it was, was there any raw, fruit in it. It, it was wasn't that just raw, just like pure alcohol moonshine. Like there was. Some, <laughs> I don't think that one did, but there was some um, flavor to it. Other ones in the future did. Yeah. Um, and uh, that dude told us that he was going to open his own whiskey distillery, right? And at the time, I just kind of brushed it off. I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah, you're you're moonshining at the Bluegrass Festival. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a thing." And, uh, and sh- the, sh- the thing is the next time we came, he had a, he had another rendition of this. And I think we, we met him like three or four times. We ran to this guy. Um, pretty much any time we were in yeah, upstate South Carolina, he was there. But then pretty, but then, uh, about a year or two later, he legitimately opened up his own whiskey distillery, had these, these amazing stills, um, beautiful copper still. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, his his brand his whiskey brand like like took off it's called six and 20 uh whiskey out of greenville south carolina i've heard of it yeah yeah <laughs> we did a music video cool. in the in the still house like in front of the still yeah and after the after they started the distillery he would literally like wherever we showed up in the in that region like he would be there with whiskey to, to hand us you know that's, and, that's uh, baller that's really yeah awesome. and that's really still great. like my favorite my favorite i gotta say the whiskey that they made is still my favorite whiskey that i've ever had Oh yeah, um, and it's hard to find. Chalk where it up I to like the moment, the, the emotional connection to the whole thing, but at the same time, like there were some special projects that they made, yeah. like whiskey uh, aged in uh, wine barrels and stuff that they mm. got from Napa or, or whatever it was, um, and they just made some really special stuff and like yeah. shared it with us, and that was. Like, and they used a local soft wheat, I think it was, or local mm. some red wheat to. It was right. a, a big ingredient in all of their whiskeys, and, and it just gave it a flavor that it was distinct. You for still sure. find yeah. in, in like a Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Yeah, six and twenty. Um, go buy it. We don't have any FCC rules here, do we? No. Okay. Yeah. Go purchase it <laughs> no, right now just, with the American this is the dollars. the interweb. We're still in the wild west. Thank God. <laughs> um, Five years from now, it might be different, but no, whatever. Right, and, what do you uh, got? If I had to come up with one, yeah. Um, I don't know how good a memory it is, but it's a funny memory. Boy, to you, man. To um, you. We were playing at a bar in Cincinnati, and we showed up early for the show, and we had basically an open bar tab, and we all got very drunk. Too drunk. Was there someone and there, like, pushing us to drink, perhaps? Probably. Okay. I don't recall specifically, um, because we got very drunk. Very drunk. Okay. And... Um, it was probably the worst show, quality-wise, that we ever played. Um, yeah. 
but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and then uh, then we went and roamed the streets of Cincinnati and and got in fights and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Was, <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. You, you kind of glossed over, <laughs> and we got in fights. <laughs> yeah, and we got in there fights. Was, there was some fighting. Like, we ended up at a casino for a while. What? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, is, you, this like, is this like the outdoor festival we played? Yeah. No, it was like a bar. It's called like the like Wild the college, Horse. Yeah, like in the college, like the first thing we did in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We all got way too drunk before the show, and it was a very sloppy show. Um, and then we just marauded around Cincinnati for the rest of the night. It was very good. <laughs> I there's a lot of glossing over that you did there that I we had to tackle one of the guys into a taxi to stop him from fighting random people on the street. So when you say one of the guys, was this a band member? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. It Is was he? not. It was not. Damn Steve. It. it was not Steve. Um, hey Steve, you want to come? You want to come make an entrance on the podcast? Hopes and fears. This is uh, Steve, the mandolin player. Oh, I only say oh because. Yeah. One of my next thoughts doesn't have to be, and TC can chime in. Uh, we always play a game. Mix match Malort for our podcast. Okay, mix match Malort. That was what my look was a second ago. What's mix match? So Malort? yeah, I'm. I've heard of Malort, but I've never had Malort. We're playing mix match Malort. So one other beverage question too. Oh shoot! Is it proper to eat? Yes. The cherry at the end. Oh yeah, these okay. are these are bourbon spice. They're cherries. way too expensive to not eat. Okay. So it's have you ever heard of Luxardo cherries? Oh, um, yeah. It's that, but homemade. Really? So like a tenth of the price. Oh, you have stolen cherries? I have no idea what you're talking about, officer. <laughs> I thought these were just brandy cured oh, wow. cherries from Luxardo. That was one tasty of, cherry. I had a bottle of Luxardo in my freezer, and I don't know why, but they make all the bottles nine feet tall. Yep. Yeah. So it's impossible to store in yeah. a normal home. Yeah. Food storage. Luxardo, Galliano. Yeah, with the all the Italian wrapping or whatever. Yeah. I, which honestly, I really hoped like Chartreuse and Galliano and all those liqueurs. Make a comeback. I Galliano's garbage. Chartreuse is amazing. Galliano's garbage. Eh, all right, fine. I went to a just quick side. Story. I went to a diner, not even like a uh, restaurant. I went to uh, a diner. I'm, I'm already less believe your defense of whatever <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I went to a diner. I was at a diner out and right. like towards Waffle House, Dallas, Georgia, and they had recently added a bar to their restaurant. It was obvious that it was recent because it was just kind of like makeshift over in a corner. And I just kind of like walked over there because I work at bars. I'm always curious. Sure, yeah. And I saw on the back bar, I saw like Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, Absolute, Bacardi. Um, and then I saw a couple of like DeKuyper, Triple Sex, and right. Apple schnapps, like just so very stuff you would see everywhere. super basic yeah. bar things. And then there was a bottle of Galliano. Nice. And I was like, how? How <laughs> does Galliano find its way behind every single bar? It's like a law that if you open a bar, you have to buy a bottle of Galliano. And it's going to sit behind your bar for the extent of the life of that bar. They Maybe they, they watch out for like... Uh, new liquor licenses, and they just send like a, like, hey, hey, here's some Galliano. Yeah, <laughs> we have it. a warehouse full of this stuff, and we can't get rid of it. So, yeah. congratulations. Thank Hang you. on. Yeah, Thank you for getting a liquor license. It's best aged fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> so just let it sit in glass. I think we should play mixed match Belort. Sweet. Okay. All right. Do we have five people playing? Uh, hey Steve, you want to play mixed match Malort? Are you working still? I don't know what that is. Sure. 
You get a chance. You get a chance at drinking some nice whiskey, or Malort. All right, so we call him Steve the intern. Well, yeah, Steve does have a storied history on podcasts. Oh yeah, he was the intern on. We have to split a mic though. We used to have a. We used to have an orphan on our podcast. Really? We don't talk about that anymore. Well, Steve was intern on Jelly Jethro and the Jabroni, an excellent podcast based out of Atlanta. Uh, what? It's apparently no, like no longer available. Podcast. I don't think you can find Wait, it Wait, can anymore. you still get the you back catalog? Get you can't get it. Really? I listened to every episode. It was very good. So Steve almost never appeared, which is why it was so good. So normally we play this with three people. With five, should I have two Malorts? I'm thinking we should go two, two Malorts and three whiskeys. Okay. Uh, should I use the glasses and two steel cups? Uh, or how about... Yeah, because okay. without the steel, right. is this see is this the easy. kind of thing where we'll we'll just pick one and yes yes. yes. So um, let's just draw numbers. Are you a germaphobe? I'm not, but uh, Sean, Steve, and I were all in a fraternity, and at one point I was elected philosopher. Um, and part of that responsibility is to come up with ridiculous games that happen at, at meetings. So this is like three card Monty with a sort of. Well, what we had show. was, was a lazy Susan, full of beer. And one of them was was extremely shaken, uh, and then everybody had to come grab one. Okay, get sprayed yeah. in the face, and you're out. And sure. you continued until somebody blacked out. That is the most. That you deserve yeah. to be a philosopher for a lot of <laughs> things with that game. Um, since it's going to be visible, right? Uh, maybe we should just do like a. <sighs> and you don't have a fifth glass that's this color shape. Size. Uh, let me go look. Yeah, uh, you right. guys feel dead air. So, Mr. Intern. Yes. Yes, hello. Uh, How are you doing? Uh, good, uh, how are you? Uh, good, good 45-second uh, intro. What do you do? Oh, what do I do? What do you do now? I already failed. Great. We don't have five of those. We got five of these. Oh, shit, yeah. All right. What is Malort? Is that like a plea to my lord? But so, Malort <laughs> is... <laughs> I've only hey, heard about well. it on podcasts from white guys in Brooklyn. So, so. Malort is... Really? In the U.S., it's only produced by Jepsons. And, um, and myself at Canoe in well, Atlanta. Sean has produced his own, but produced your own. it has become a novelty of a liqueur. Okay. All right. Malort is essentially... Have you ever had absinthe? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I was, was going to say, Malort is essentially absinthe mm-hmm. with all the positive qualities taken away. Oh, okay. oh good. <laughs> yeah. That's well, the nice anise flavor and the cool yeah. like, rituals so and everything. It is a very bitter, very anise, uh, very astringent liqueur that's become a novelty for how rough it is. It also sticks with you for a good minute. 15. Cool. The people of Chicago cool, cool, cool. love this stuff because Jepson's is in Chicago and it's like, like I said, uh, the my favorite way to describe it is that there is an annual uh, Malort 5K. <laughs> oh, Jesus right? Christ. And if you win the 5K, Jepson's gives you a bottle of Malort. <laughs> if you are in last place, 
they give you two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that looks... All, that's almost an entire Chicago flag right on the bottle, right? Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's missing a star. Oh, Carl Jepsen. I thought it said Carly Ray. <laughs> Carly <laughs> Ray Jepsen. Carl! It's, it's yeah. Wednesday. That kills that people. She's success. She's the heir to the, <laughs> yes. the, the Malort liquor. That'd be amazing, actually. <laughs> um, so we're going to pour two shots of Malort. And we'll say two shots of Booker's. To three shots of Booker's. We oh, got sorry, five three, three. Yes, right. Sorry. All right. Count then we're going to spin them around and then make everybody pick blindly. So uh, I think the way this has been fairly successful so far is uh, the four of you will look away. I will pour the shots. I will look away and y'all can mix. He just gets whatever's left over. I'll, I'll take the leftovers since I'm the one that's doing the pouring. All right. That seems only fair. Right. Right. Uh, um, Color and I'm, I am using game theory and, to determine and, fairness. And appalled. I just realized there is going to be a color difference. So. Yeah, there is going to be a color difference. Uh, so we might have to cover them. Uh, so y'all usually do this in metal metal containers. Yes. All right, well, I will just reach over blindly and grab I one. Right? I got it. That's, that's so hot. Um, mm-hmm. That's so hot. <laughs> I've already got a, a fuzzy blindfold. On my head like sunglasses that I'll pull down. Yeah, no, it's it's. I can't believe you had that ready. Almost, almost. What are you doing, Sean? I mean, Sean with an H. Oh. He almost looked. I've broken this chair six times. Yeah, these chairs were just brought up by his neighbor, who was like, "Hey, I had these in my shed. Do you want them?" So we don't know if they're structurally sound or. Uh, safe for... Ah, sweet. Thank you, sir. Uh, Sean and the intern are having a meeting. All right, so... Yeah. And they're all under a, a cover now, uh, so you can kind of swap them around under the cover. I, I think and, you and should... And yeah, just, just... You have them pick a number, and you oh, hand them okay. the glass. Oh, uh... So, well, can, can right, we, one here and going clockwise. I'm going to, like, try to shove them around so I don't know what's going on, because I'm... I truly do not want to be implicated in any biases. Yeah. Uh, I will you don't want to get uh, me tooed, as it were. <laughs> be me malort. I think it's called me. <laughs> me, me lord. Me lorted. Me lord. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what's? I don't. I don't really care. Uh, At random, pick somebody to pick a number, and you hand them that glass. I'll, I'll just hand them a glass. Yes. Yeah. Just looks slightly. Sean's already fingering. Um, yeah. Finger. He gets that fingered yeah. glass then. Well, right. as as uh, string musicians, we we all finger quite often and vigorously. So <laughs> I mean, it's for it's money. Important. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, I, I like your style, sir. All right. Uh, give me a three. Whatever give a three, three is. Give a number three. If three is not whatever count. a three is. Right, a feel, that feels like a three. You touches. decide what a three is. All right. Uh. All right, so there's. I'm gonna go to the one I can't see. Okay, that one. No, it's mm-hmm. all the way over here. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Nice. So there's there's the one that closest to you and the one that's closest to me. <sighs> Tell you what, I'll even hold it like. Ah, you know I'll turn away. Are, are you the kind of guy that would put it closest to you? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Every or closest to me? Podcast. Is this 16 a game episodes of later? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's Every still, podcast. you know what? I'm going to drink this while I'm looking over here. Oh, God. I've Never been taking small amounts of Iocane right? powder. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the glass closest to me. All right. 
Never gamble with the yeah. Sicilian when death is involved. <laughs> Inconceivable. All right, I, everybody cheers. I, everybody cheers. cheers. Nobody cares. Everybody cheers. Everybody drinks. Snort cheers. the alert. I... Mm. Oh, that's not whiskey. Nope. That's not whiskey. I, I saw it. I think nope, I got Malort. Um, <laughs> I think oh. you both got Malort. That is Lysol cleaning fluid, I believe. Yes. Uh, Pine salt. Pine, Pine salt is a little more accurate. I understand oh. why people in Chicago would love this, because in the dead of winter, it would make you feel something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you just want to feel something. Malort. That's amazing. That is a good That's tagline. the best descriptor I've had. <laughs> yeah, so that is... Yeah. You can try some if you want. Yeah, no, feel free to for, um, for better or worse, one of the best-selling cocktails in Atlanta. Really? I, w- I want to well, say. Well, Maybe well, at least so, at the most popular restaurant in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. As, Roll as your a, eyes, TC. Roll your eyes. As, as, a, as a cocktail, what do you do with it? So I use it like a bitters. Okay, that makes See, sense. That makes sense. sense. Like a little, a little tiny dash. It, he rinses a glass with it yeah. for a play on a Sazerac. Mm-hmm. And it's That's, actually well, an amazing cocktail. That sounds really good. It is phenomenal. If you were going to say I take that and I put a little bitters in it and I say <laughs> that like, would be not as good. You're a magician, sir. Yes. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> it's bitter taste is savored by two fisted drinkers. Two fisted drinkers. Yes. Yeah. Like one not fist, one two fist. Por due. Si. Yeah, that's beautiful. Dos. People with two hands in their butt. <laughs> I mean Do two you fisting have two drinkers. hands in a butt? I think we have a new name for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> two, two fisting drinkers. Oh, it's two is, it still, is it still there though? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I'm a big baby when it comes to the malort. I yeah, always um, it's rough. It's it'll, right. it'll stay on your palate it, for a it's while. It's like a, it's on the palate, but it's like it's it's more like just it's not bad now. It's just so kinda, like, do yeah. you, have you ever had yeah. like a Negroni? Like, do you like Campari or anything like that? Negroni. I don't know these. Yeah, that's like Campari. Yeah. Some people, some people who like like bitter and astringent li- mm. liquors or liqueurs. Yeah, I was gonna mm. say I've they handle work- a lot better mm. than I do. I've drank a lot of things, but when it comes to like super bitter anise astringent things, I'm always yeah, yeah. a big baby. Yeah, I think I'm okay because I've been working my way through a bottle of Fernet for the last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate so. Fernet. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I paid money for it, so I'm not gonna. There you not go. I'm it. gonna drink it. It's like the industry standard, and I'm just like. Fuck that! I won't drink it. It does <laughs> knock out my heartburn. So if I'm at a bar, and I, I mean, got heartburn, it, it's I mean, it really is a digestive. Honestly, yeah. of all things, Jägermeister was supposed to be. I mean, it is a digestive, and if mm-hmm. you drink it like you drink Fernet in a way, like you can kind of. But if you drink that it sounds as a, a nice cold college shot, yeah, <laughs> or just passing a bottle around. Yep. Yeah. yep. If yep. you drink it while your that. collar's up, then no. <laughs> Then no, it does yeah. not. What is it? One collar or two collars? Well, it follows. <laughs> it follows the collar. Your stomach acid once you drink it. So if the collar's up, it comes up towards the mouth, and if it's down, I think that's pretty amazing that we did two out of five, and both of you got the malort. Usually, <laughs> Sean or I. Usually, Sean or I lose. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to call shenanigans. But if someone called shenanigans, I I wouldn't stop them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I really was. It. I tried to make it fair. I've taken a lot of shots. Of I, I honestly, so once I saw, I could see the color difference coming out from under the towel that we used to hide I, everything. I was 90% sure I had it as soon as I, I grabbed was it. giddy as hell. I have to be honest. <laughs> I was yeah, pretty excited. So, but 
Uh, uh, feels like wrap up time. That's wrap up time. Malort's always wrap up time. Yeah. It hurts everybody. All right. mm. And then we all we're all down spirited. Malort, for when you want to fight we're your all, dad. We're all hurting Malort. for a squirting. <laughs> but uh we want to thank you guys yeah. again for coming on. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. You want to plug your uh, podcast again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, you plug the podcast. I'll plug my other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so uh, it's called uh, Sean and Colin Read the News. It comes out every Wednesday, except um, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it comes out on Thursday. Who really knows? But every Wednesday, we've never missed one, except a whole bunch of them. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, check it out. We read the news. We occasionally have um, hilarious people uh, like uh, Sean and TZ. Uh, or uh, just Joe, Matteries Joe Matteries from Comedy Fantasy. Central presents Joe Matteries. That's amazing. Um, so so yeah, check it out. Um, it's available wherever podcasts are sold. Uh, and then you can check out more about my music uh, on Instagram at Sean Spencer Music, uh, and then check out uh, my albums and things on Spotify, Apple Music, all the places that you find your music. Um, SeanSpencerMusic.com is also a good place. <laughs> Yep, so uh, the, and the uh, check out uh, Sean's uh, MTC's album. Um, Feel is an excellent track, and also uh, I found you is my personal favorite. I don't think you really promoted that as a single, but I love that song. So uh, yeah, check it out. It's a phenomenal album. Well, thanks, Colin. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. It was an absolute blast having you on. Yeah. If you want to listen to us any more than this, yeah. you can find us at Wasted Knowledge Podcast. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Fire, wind, heart. We should have a podcast yeah, on Captain iTunes, Dwayne. Google Podcasts, Blueberry. As always, drink responsibly, find a safe ride home, and we'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, you're still listening. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. You might be, since you're here. Uh, as always, please feel free to leave us a message or a like or subscribe uh, wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. You can always go to wastedknowledgepodcast.com, leave us a comment on there. And of course, on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, etc. You can always uh, find us online at Wasted K Podcast, either on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon, where we have full, unedited episodes, including this episode. We have an extra half hour of content, not aired because these things get super long. So you can always back us on Patreon, help us make more episodes and find more interviews just like this. Patreon.com forward slash Wasted Knowledge. Thank you so much for listening. Well, hopefully we'll see you again soon with another awesome interview. Thank you so much. As always, drink responsibly and get a safe ride home.